now, the business update. After a difficult year, experts are optimistic a recovery is imminent, with key indicators improving. And yet, men everywhere continue to dress as if they just rolled out of bed. The economy is ready to bounce back. Are you? At Charles Tirrett, we have the high-quality shirts and smart menswear to get you back to your best. Try our introductory offer with three shirts for only $99, delivered free. Use code POD99 at ctshirts.com or any Charles Tirrett store. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Fancast Pre-Match. It's me, Little Dan, and this week I've got Super Jordan and Super Kim, and we're all still in the Premier League where we belong. Uh, guys, win after our win against Southampton, Southampton, Sheffield United the other day, we're back this week for fixture against one of the founding members of the uh, Football League, got Burnley. Um, what's your your quick thoughts on that, Jordan? Um, obviously a game of a uh, rich history and not one that we have to create. Um, I mean, it mean I think it's fair to say it means more to Burnley this weekend than it will to us in terms of the outcome of the result. Um, there seem, seem to be a bit of a bogey team for us as well, which, you know, the game's usually a bit turgid and they tend to get something from us with it. So, yeah, look, I think it's one of those things where it means a lot more to Burnley at this stage than it does to us. But you know, hopefully we can make it three wins on the spin and uh, keep climbing that table and claw back the Villa. At the time of recording, um, West Brom are losing again. So Burnley will need three points the weekend to try and get a bit of space between them and West Brom. West Brom have got Villa away on Sunday, I believe. What's your feelings in regards to our match, uh, Kim? Um, I actually think it could be a fairly high-scoring game. Now, I know you're going to think I'm lost the plot, but actually, in the last four games, Burnley have scored and have conceded a fair amount of goals. Um, I think it depends on the formation that Wolves play, in essence, as to how the game's going to go. I think if we went with the back four, which I I feel like Nuno won't, but if we did, I think it could be a very open game. I can see a fair few goals. So, yeah, it's it's as, as Jordan said, I guess it's a bigger game for Burnley than us. But we need momentum, don't we, going into the into the Albion game. So, you know, make it three wins in the, on the spin. And uh, hopefully we'll finally beat them. You briefly touched on... The leader himself, Nuno. There. What did you, What did you guys think to the Daily Mail article that came out this week that says Wolves are looking at a succession plan in case Nuno does leave this summer, uh, being heavily tipped to take over from Jose Mourinho. Uh, Jordan, um, I don't. I don't think there's any. Well, there's, there's always no smoke without fire, and I've sort of speculated now for a little bit of time now that I do fear that he could be gone this summer. Not that we'd sack him, but it almost, you know, in terms of football management, he's a he's been with us for a very long time, and I think that he might want something new. The pandemic's obviously been a struggle on it. He spoke about it. He might want to spend some time with his family. I'm not sure whether he'd. I don't see the benefit in leaving Wolves for Spurs, um, and that that again might sound a bit naive. Obviously, being a London club and that massive stadium, but you know they've got money troubles. Harry Kane will no doubt leave in the summer as well. I, I'm I'm convinced of that. So. 
I don't necessarily think he'll jump ship to Spurs. However, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't with us at the start of next season, which is is quite sad, really. Um, yeah, I, I mean, time will tell. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't see him leaving Wolves for Spurs. If I'm being completely honest. What about you, Kim? Um, yeah, I feel the same, to be honest. And I don't think Tottenham, after the backlash that they've had from their fans on the start of the play, why would they go for Nuno, who has pretty similar got the same sort of style of play as, as Mourinho, um, just without the track record of, of winning the trophy. So, yeah, for me, I don't think it will happen. And I wouldn't want it to happen because um, I feel that Nuno, you know, despite, you know, he has had criticism and criticism this season. It has been deserved. I still think he deserves one more season, you know, fans back in, that old cliche. And um, I think, yeah, see what I can do, do, at least give him the start of next season, you know, first 10, 15 games and see how we get on, hopefully with fans back in. Let's quickly jump back to the, the game again on the weekend against Burnley. Uh, you, you, you briefly mentioned lineups. William Jose got his finally got his first goal uh, against Sheffield United. I know there's still people clamouring for Fabio Silva to start. Who's running? Who's leading the line for you guys this week, uh, Kim? Um, now I know I always come on this show and say I think Fabio should start, but I think this game and considering. That you know, Burnley have got a strong in the air. You know, we need a, a strong aerial presence at the top. Now, um, William has obviously scored in his last two, although one was offside um, against Fulham, though it wasn't. So essentially, he should be high in confidence. And yeah, I'd fully expect Nuno to start with with William, and then I guess Pedence and, and Troy Ray. There's not much. Unless he starts changing formation, there's not, not no one else really to start, I don't think, up top. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, I echo those thoughts. I think um, I'd start with William Jose against these because, you know, the big, powerful, imposing centre-halves. And, you know, it's not even just that. They're, they're experienced centre-halves as well. And... Um, yeah, well, I think that, you know, we've seen how our games are with, with Burnley. Like, you know, even when we've been on our best, you know, with our best 11, people fit, Jimenez up top, they're quite scrappy affairs. And I think that, you know, William Jose, I think he's looked better as well for his, you know, the goal against Fulham. I know, again, it was um, disallowed. And against Sheffield United, I thought, I thought he's been all right. I think he's played quite well um, in, in those in those games. So, I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna see that now, really, to the end of the season. Um, still, don't think we're gonna sign him. However, if he goes on a run now and and gets, I don't know, let's say he gets five out the net, out the last seven, I think there's an argument there for the money that we might look at it because, you know, if he returns seven goals since the start of January, yeah, it's not fantastic. Well, well, actually, no, it's decent, isn't it? Like, I think for what we're after. I could see he's probably spending the money, but he's got to go on a run of goals himself now. If I put you on the spot at the moment, William Jose to sign in the summer or Rafa Mir coming back, what's your preference there? Um, to be honest with you, I think Rafa Mir is done um, in terms of it's just that chapter's gone. Um, I, I like the rumours of um, Carlos Vinicius from, you know, well, he's obviously on loan at, um, at Spurs at the minute with Benfica. I know people are saying, oh, well, 
he ain't very good. But the reality is he's been behind Harry Kane all season. And what I've seen, I, I kind of like. And, you know, apparently now Benfica are after £20 million for him or €20 million Euro or something. So, you know, if we, you know, they're after Vinagra, I think it makes sense. I think it's sensible business for us to swap Vinagra for Vinicius, to be honest with you. That's what I would like to see personally at this stage. Um, and there's been talk today about Rafa Mur going to Valencia and there's getting Kangin from Valencia as well, which again, swap deal. We know we're going to be doing stuff on the cheap or at least swapping and loan to buys and all that sort of stuff. So I think there's probably truth in that, especially with Mendes having strong links with Valencia as well. Yeah, the Mendes merry-go-round will be in full effect this summer, I think, especially um, outgoings at Wolves. It's just hopefully we get some decent players uh, coming in. What, what's your opinion on Rafa Mir? Is that chapter done, Kim? See, I'd like him to be given a chance. Now, I agree with Jordan on Vinicius from Tottenham. You know, I saw some Wolves fans saying, why would we want him? You know, it's like, I don't know who we think we are sometimes. Um but personally, I, I haven't seen enough of William Jose to say that we should. Is it twenty-two million? For me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't waste the money almost personally, unless he pulls up some trees in the next few games. Then maybe. Um, I think Rafa Mer should really be given a chance. Like we have, we barely seen him play, and obviously he's had a, a, a decent season in the league in, in a struggling team. So for me, I'd save our cash and. Send and use the cash wisely in other positions. Bring back Rafama and send Jose back, and then fingers crossed, Raul's our back to our number one striker with Fabio's backup. So, yeah. Before we go to our um, weekly betting suggestions, what's your what's your feelings going into the game, uh, score prediction wise? Just just watch your score prediction, and then we'll then we'll tell people how to win some money on the back of that. Um. For me, I think if um, as boring as it sounds, I think it could be, I think it could be nil nil. Um, I know I, in my in my betting selection, I haven't gone for that because that'd be very very boring and very low odds. I, d- I do think it could be a nil nil game. Um, however, as well, I can see I can see the the other side of, this, of that coin. What Kim's saying, where it could be high scoring, and when we get onto my bet of the week, you, you'll see there's some goals in that one as well. You can get the draw eleven to five. What, what's your feelings, Kim? I actually think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go three-one towards. I, I can genuinely see that Burnley have been a bit open in the last few games, and and I know it's a big ask for us to actually score three goals, but I can see I can I can see us uh, sort of caving them apart. They don't have the most fast, skillful players ever. You know, with our pace, with Troy or Impedance, I can see us uh, catching them on the break and, and hopefully, yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic. I think on last week's episode, it was I think it was the first time since we've been doing this that we all predicted Wolves to win. So that was uh, nice. <laughs> I think I was the only one who had William Howes, our first goal scorer, but none of us got the correct score. Um, you just said 3-1 there, uh, Kim. What's yeah. your bet suggestion for this week? Right. This is going to win you a big £100. So, Wolves to win the game, over 2.5 goals, and Loughton and João Martinho to be booked. 100 to 1 for a £1 stake. Nice little earner there. Um, Loughton's going to be coming up against the Dharma Podence. 
the, the majority of this game, so there's, there's a good chance here he can get booked. I think Martinho always has, has a booking in him as the game uh, sort of becomes a bit more open. Where's your uh, money this week, Jordan? Yeah, I'm not going to be boring and saying nil-nil. Um, that ain't going to get you any beer money either. Um, so I am going for um, Leander Dendonka to f- get the first goal. So Leander, Leander Dendonka, first goal scorer. Wolves to f- win 3 0, 140 to 1. I know people on here will be saying, oh, you know, he's the Belgian Dave Edwards. And that's exactly why he's going to score first this week. He's going to get his, his big Swede on and his arm across. And we're going to take over the game and batter them. Because you know what? We owe Burnley one, I think. I really, really do. I'd, I'd, I'd like to think so. I just hope our players after that win against Sheffield United haven't got their, um, what's the saying? They're not already on the beach. Yeah. Looks like Bur- Burnley with the points down. I hope we're not already on the beach. I think there's the old um, saying in in sort of our uh, nation where when two buzzes come at once, that's that old saying. I fancy William Jose to score again this week. I'm going for William Jose to score two. Wolves to win. Connor Cody and Eric Poiters both to get booked. And you can get that. It's 600 to one. He always has to one be. Pound, six. Uh, Eric Poyd is coming up against the Dharma Trail, all right. Connor Cody's got a bucket. Sick every week. What was that? More unrealistic every week. I, all I know is I put William Howard out to score last week. None of you two did. So, <laughs> as always, bet small, win big. William Howard out to score two. Wolves to win. Connor Cody and Eric Poitras to get booked 600 to one. Let's talk fantasy Premier League. I know I didn't have the greatest week last week. Um, how did you guys do? Tell us about it. I don't think I've even opened the app. I think I've given up. It's still going on as we speak. So I can't give you a final points total. At the moment, I'm on 68 points. But I've got Castagna and Inaccio playing as we speak. So fingers crossed that gets me over the 70. Yeah, I'm sort of similar to you, Jordan, where we're on the beach, but it's Blackpool (laughs) Beach. We don't yeah. want to be abroad on our holidays, but we're there already because of how poor we're doing. Um, this week, who are you looking at sort of captain and differential-wise? Um, for me, I have I have picked my team this week. So, um, captain, I'm going with Mo Salah at home to Newcastle. Um, Newcastle have won the last two, and you'd probably say they're, they're about safe now as well. So, Liverpool need the points. Newcastle aren't very good. And, um, yeah, Salah got rested last game, so I think he's going to come back, vengeance, try and get... He might get that trick, who knows? That, that's what I'm planning on anyway. Um, my differentials this week, um, I've actually made two transfers, taken minus four, and I'm going to call them both differentials. And they're actually both Wolves players as well. The one of fixtures we've got. So I have brought in uh, Nelson Semedo and Ryan Aitnery. Because I think we're going to carry on with the five now to the end of the season. They both are going to express themselves going forward, and we've got clean sheet potential. And anyone who knows my team will realise this weekend I've got two Wolves defenders, two Burnley defenders, and Nick Pope in goal. So fantasy wise, nil nil would not be too shabby. I think if you remember correctly, Kim, earlier on the season 
Jordan went heavy on a three-man Burnley defence with um, a joy from West Brom in one game week fixture. And I think that went terribly wrong. So I'm going to ignore his defensive differentials <laughs> there. Where are you looking this week, Jim? Um, so I'm saying that Ian Atio against Palace is the obvious and probably differential captain for me, and I probably will go for him. Obviously, you've got Salah and Jota, but I'm not feeling Liverpool at the moment. When I've watched them going forward, they don't look great. Now, I know Salah's always likely to score, but he's just looked really, I think, out of form for me. So, although I've got... Um, Doctor, I'll be leaving him as just a player in my team rather than captain. Um, in terms of my differentials, I am going to say Madison, who is starting tonight. So if he gets a return, I'd imagine he will start against Palace. He looks like he'll start his place back in the team. Um, and then one that I wasn't going to mention, but it could be a, a, a good differential. Pereira from West Brom. I won't be picking him just because I won't. But he has got his forms 10.0 and he's only 5.4 million, maybe, round about. So you, it, it's probably a good pick, but for me, I will be. I won't be picking any West Brom players. For me this week, I've got minus four points. I had two free transfers from last week. I've gone heavy on Liverpool. This week, my midfield will all uh, will have Jota, Mane and Salah all in it. I'm going heavy on Liverpool this week to battle uh, Newcastle. My differential is similar to what you just said, Kim, but a bit different. I'm going for Ollie Watkins at home to West Brom. I think he's definitely going to score against them this weekend. And I think that's going to be the sort of fixture which really puts a nail in Albion's coffin this Premier League season. Just want to quickly ask both of your opinions on the saga that occurred this week with the Super League. Wolves Burnley founding members of the Football League. Did you did either of you actually see this happening, or was it literally too much of a long shot for this to get passed through? I thought again, you only hear from the news, don't you? The the, the fact of how quickly the traction came. And the rooms came, and then there was all that announcement on the Sunday night. I, I generally thought that it was done. Like, and I still think there's going to be it's still going to play out because um, the lizard man Perez at Real Madrid ain't giving up, is he? Laporta at Barcelona is not giving up on it. I, I, I generally think that there's, you know, if they wanted to get it done this summer, and there's this money that's been put on the table, like if they sign contracts, I, I think there's going to be so much legal so much legalities and you know they could get sued by the ESL and it um I think it's gonna get really ugly to be honest with you and let alone that I hope they all get punished by the Premier League as well. Um but I did fear it was gonna happen. I'm glad it hasn't happened and we need to make sure it never happens again. Kim what's the what's the fair punishment for these sides? It's a, it's a tough one to answer, isn't it, I suppose? I mean, I personally feel that they have to be punished somehow. They've literally broken the rules and, and they've only come back because of the, the fan reaction. You know, they would have gone ahead. If there was no, like, reaction to, to the changes, they would have literally just gone ahead with it, you know, took the money. Um, so 
personally, it's difficult because it was obviously wasn't the players or the, the coaches, but the only way that we're going to punish them really is, is points because if you if you punish them with money, they've got millions of pounds anyway, so it's not going to make a, a difference to them, is it? Um, so you've either got to kick them out of the Champions League or dock them points, points in the in the Premier League or, or whatever. Um, you know, although it's probably not fair on the players, you know, there's got to be some sort of repercussions. They can't just come like swan swanning back into the league now after 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 all this. So it'll be interesting to see. And I agree with George. I I don't know if it's the end of it. There's there's gonna there's gonna be more twists and turns. You know, the changes in the winning the Champions League as well that they're making, which are kind of going under the radar. Um, so yeah, I guess it's a watch this space, but I would definitely punch them. Few uh, viewers out there, we did uh, an actual fan cast special earlier on in the week with um, Luke, Andy, and Matt. A good over an hour episode that was. To listen to that um, in, a bit more in depth. Go to all the podcast editors and, and our YouTube channel where you can uh, see that again. Just a quick thank you to uh, the Sports Shop Kings Winford for continuing to support us um, and hopefully win against Burnley and we, we can start having a bit of a fun lead up to the Black Country Derby next weekend. Uh, thanks for having you on, guys, and uh, take care of yourself. Hey, podcast pet parents. You've got plenty to do and don't need more to worry about, especially when it comes to pets. So try Wonderside, a spray that kills and repels 100% of fleas and ticks and replaces spot drops or pills, which have nasty ingredients. Because it's plant-based, it's safe around kids and can be used on dogs and cats of all ages. Oh, and it smells amazing. Try it for 20% off at wonderside.com podcast with coupon code podcast. That's Wonderside with a C. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.